This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Welcome to the interview on the Raptors Republic Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Damelin. Today we are live in Mississauga for the first time since March of 2020. I'm sitting next to the newest addition to the 905. Had a training camp stint with them. Now he's down here to get back to the NBA where he belongs. 6'9 power forward out of Tallahassee slash Thomasville, Georgia state champion, Reggie Perry. Reggie, how are you? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Glad to get to work with some of the guys. Glad to be coached by great coaches and just continue to get better. Uh, I'm happy I'm here. I feel like this place, this this team will really take my game to the next level and get me to where I need to be. Now you mentioned the coach, um, Coach Matumbo. I dealt with him in the G League bubble from afar. There seems to be a presence about him, to me anyway, and I asked some players too. They felt a little intimidated by him initially. There seems to be something to him when he enters the gym. Is that a fair read on my part? Nah, yeah, for sure. I, 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 that's why I feel like this is going to be like a, a great start for me um, throughout my career just because like, he makes it very clear like if you're not playing hard, you know what I'm saying, you're not going to play at all. If you're taking bad shots, you're not playing the right way. And he's all about winning too. So um, I feel like that's kind of a, a stigma on my back. Um, that I don't I don't play hard the entire game, so I feel like he's really just gonna you know what I'm saying get the best out of me and um, and be hard on me at the same time and, and coach on me. Um, I, I feel like it's gonna be a good, a good season. It's interesting you got that stigma because you were coached by your dad Al Perry went to Mississippi State since fourth grade, and I imagine he put you through some work uh, as a kid in training. Is there a, is there a workout that you can think of that comes to mind that? the Al Perry sort of signature workout that, that wouldn't give anyone the, uh, the idea that you weren't working hard. Nah, yeah, for sure. Uh, like, around when I first started playing basketball, before I even started, you know what I'm saying, like, playing on the team, um, like, third, fourth grade, um, he was coaching at a high school at the time, a, a girls coach at a high school at the time. Um, he'd have, always have early practices at, like, eight. But we're getting there at like 5.36, like, you know what I'm saying, on every Saturday. We're just doing like an hour of ball handling, you know what I'm saying. So um, I feel like that's a good uh, representation of what I've what I went through um, playing for my dad. So you grow up in Tallahassee and then you move over to Thomasville, Georgia. I spoke with your high school coach, Ben Tillman. And before we even get to the high school basketball experience, my first impression of Coach Tillman is he is the kindest man I, you could ever imagine. He's calling me sir after every response and just so gentle with his words. Is that is that a good read that I have? Nah, yeah, for sure. He's, I mean, he's from the South. Like, that's how everybody from the South really talks. But um, he's, he's definitely a, a, a kind a kind guy. Um, I mean, but that, that goes, stopping through there really took me to the next level, too. Like, when he, when he steps on the court um, in between the lines, he'll tell you, like, it's a it's a whole different him like it's something that clicks in his head that's just like way different than a lot of coaches you know what i'm saying i mean you mentioned 
on the court, it gets different. And he, he talked to me about the one thing, if there was one thing that he got on you about throughout your high school career, it was being efficient. Did that message, did that come through in a harsh way, in a softer way? How did they get through to you over those three years you spent at Thomasville? I mean, it was some hard times. It was some, it was some times where it was hard on me. It was some times where he was just, you know what I'm saying, like just just there for me. Um, but the, the way we the way we operated up there was just a lot different than a lot of a lot of other high school teams. You know what I'm saying? So like, so a lot of the times it was hard, and I feel like not everybody's built for it. And I feel like that's why we um, won a state championship there. Yeah, 2018 state title. I, I also asked him about, is there a story that might make Reggie blush from his time at Thomasville? And he said it was very outside your personality, but you became the homecoming king. Yeah. And guys made fun of you for what, what was was that outside of what your normal comfort zone? Why, why did you decide to do that? And why did your teammates find it so funny? Nah, yeah, for sure. I'm not that. I'm really not that type of guy. I didn't want to do it at all. But I mean, some of the teachers were on me like, run for it, run for it, run for it. You know you're going to win. I was like, all right, I'll run for it. But literally, like when I was on the football field to like, you know, get introduced, I was shaking like I, like it was 40 degrees outside. But yeah, that was that time was really nerve wracking for me. I'm in front of a whole bunch of people like outside my comfort zone. Like when I'm in, like in between the lines, it's way different. So, so you finish out your high school career a state champion. Uh, you go to Mississippi State, and I want to talk about your time with the Bulldogs, but also your U19 time with, with the FIBA America team. You won a gold medal. And I'm not sure if people realize that team is a borderline, is outrageous. Like Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, the first five picks of the draft, Scotty Barnes, as everybody knows, which amongst them. And you turn out to be the MVP of that tournament, right? right? So every player I've spoken to has a chip on their shoulder from somewhere. My guess, and tell me if it's from there, if it's from somebody somewhere else, but you see the top five picks in the draft from your team. You're the MVP of that team. And here you are in a good spot. You had a year of NBA experience under your belt, but does that give you a chip on your shoulder with where you're at right now? Nah, yeah, for sure. It just gives me a a lot more confidence um for me you know what i'm saying just seeing those guys how they how they have they're they're at the next level right now and how, the, the great things that they're doing it just reminds me that i can do the same thing you know what i'm saying seeing all the guys like you said the top five picks in this past year's draft tyrese halliburton um and in my draft um i mean it, it definitely does give me a chip on my shoulder for sure um just like the mcdonald's all-american game just seeing all the guys that was on that team um, and how they're thriving in the NBA right now. I feel like I can definitely take it to that level. Um, just continue to stay locked in and just continue to you know stay humble. Um, it is really a big thing. So you have an amazing time at uh, in Mississippi State. And one thing you mentioned in a couple of your pre-draft interviews is the motor you have. <laughs> to me, a guy with a great motor is not only someone who's got a lot of energy, but who just really annoys the person that their government that they're that they're guarding or the that they have to guard. I wanted to bring up a couple of guys that you played against in the SEC. Tell me if if they come to mind as motor guys that just were really annoying to guard. There's there's Keontae Johnson and there's Isaac Okoro. Were those guys went to Auburn and Florida? Were those guys 
as annoying as it seems to guard? Did that give you an extra motivation to give you that extra bit of motor when you played against them? Nah, for sure. When you see names like that, um, and, and it's an anticipated matchup for sure. Uh, it, those type of guys you really want to go at um, from the get-go, but those guys were a tough cover, um, just how hard they play, the motor that they play. Um, so, I, like you see, playing versus Keontae Johnson at Florida, that was one of my best games, you know what I'm saying? Because it was just an anticipated matchup, you know what I mean? Uh, playing versus Auburn, that was another one of my best games, like the first SEC game we had my sophomore year. Um, versus Isaac O'Curl. So, I mean, you definitely want to go at those guys, but at the same time, just focusing on winning. It's really what makes the game fun, for sure. It's so interesting. You, you sort of describe yourself as partially energy guy, but you got the skill, too, and you're working on the outside shot as we see at practice. But in another couple of press conferences, the first player you talk about as someone you admire, I find it so surprising for a young guy like you, is Paul Millsap. It's not some flashy power forward that's dunking everywhere. It's someone who's got some nuance to his game, some, some, some fine aspects to his game. Is there a, sort of a deeper appreciation that you have about his game? What is it about his game that's particularly inspiring? Because it's, it's, it's a different choice than what most might go with off the bat. Nah, yeah, for sure. I mean, biggest thing is his rebound ability. He led the country two years in a row in, um, in college and in, in, in rebounding. Averaging over 10, 10 rebounds a game um, is one of the biggest things. He's not going to just, like, break a guy down and blow by him, but he'll use his body to, you know, create finishes around the rim and stuff like that. You sag off too far, he can pick and pop. His, You know what I'm saying? Like, in Atlanta, his mid-range game was just, you know, lethal type thing. So, and he's just, just really good around the rim and it's because it's, he's not going to out-jump anybody. He's not going to blow by anybody. He's just going to use his physical, you know what I'm saying, stature to, um, to, to go um, – kill his matchup he's also got like a snarl about him there's this there's just a, a nasty look about him as well just he plays with a bit a bit of a mean streak with with that if would you agree with that if you get that assessment Nah, yeah for sure i definitely feel like i get that uh snarl assessment a lot half the time people think i'm mad i'm really not 70 <laughs> percent of the time i'm really not uh, it's just how serious i take the game um Sometimes I'm not even I'm not even that serious, you know what I'm saying? It's just my natural look. Um, but yeah, definitely him for sure. I mean, he's looked like he's 35 years old for the past 10 years. <laughs> uh, it's probably one thing. Um, and right now he's on Brooklyn. You spent your season with Brooklyn and going into training camp. Someone asked you about rookie hazing and DeAndre Jordan uh, and what he might have done. And then the reporter actually trailed off to a district to a different question. But you put a, sort of a, had a smile on your face when he said the word DeAndre Jordan. Anything funny that comes to mind when you think of your time in Brooklyn with DeAndre Jordan? Oh, DeAndre Jordan, the character, like, that's my guy, that's my vet. So me and his locker was right next to each other, like, every single day. Like, he's the same guy every single day, every single day. He's a comedian every single day on the road, you know what I'm saying, like, on the planes, like, in the locker room. He's just, that was a fun experience, just being his rook um, and just being able to play with him and learn from him. And, you know, so that's why I probably had a smile. It's a lot of memories um, with him. So you play 26 games with Brooklyn. You don't get into the playoffs, but one guy you had a chance to watch throughout the season, you were a team, on a team of superstars. Just unbelievable situation to be in, unique situation. But with KD, I was watching the Bulls-Nets game, and Billy Donovan, who coached him at OKC, of course, said, during practice, there was never a jump shot that didn't have a purpose to it. The way he worked in practice was something 
he hadn't quite seen. Did you see the same thing there? Uh, yeah, I tell everybody, like, I meet, like, they ask, who's the hardest worker, you know? Like, it's not even close. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the first day I got to Brooklyn, Sean Mark sat me down. When we were sitting in the office, and out the office, you can, like, it's a big window, so you can see him working out. He's like, you should be, like, taking after him. Like, you should see his work ethic and, and just follow, follow him, like, but you can't keep up. <laughs> I promise you, you can't keep up. Like, every single, like, even if he comes in, he'll come in with slides on before film or something like that. And it just seems like he's shooting with a purpose. Like, he's shooting to actually make it every single time. Like, his, he's going full speed every single time when he's on the court. Like, um, working out, like, every single time. It's never a time where he's just out there just loafing. I've never seen it, like anything like it in my life. And you get to the playoffs. Kyrie goes down, James Harden goes down with the hamstring injury, um, and he's playing like at 50%. So Katie is playing all of the minutes. Now, you're a young guy, but did you, did you watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as a kid? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a, when he's at Bel-Air, Bel-Air Prep, the coach is going through all the play calls, and he's like, okay, so you set the screen here, you pass it over here, and then he, he asks the player, he's like, so what's the answer to the question? He's like, and the next thing is, pass it to Will. Yeah. It kind of it kind of felt that way in games, especially five and seven of that second round series. Yeah. From from the bench, what was it like to watch KD play full forty eight minutes at at that level? Unbelievable, unbelievable. And people say he ran out of gas. I honestly don't think he ran out of gas. Like, but that's the thing. Like he trained like that the entire in, the entire year. Like he wanted to be in the game the entire time. He never wants. You know what I'm saying? Asked for a sub, and he, he took on that task, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to put this team on my back type thing. Um, it was just an unbelievable scene. Like, it's one of the – like, his the last – our game seven was, like, one of the greatest, you know what I'm saying, performances I've ever seen um, in person or on TV, for sure. So you get a great learning experience. Uh, you don't stick with Brooklyn. You go to the Raptors training camp, and you're down here with the 905 looking to get, obviously, back into the league. You talk about the criticism about a, about a work ethic that you might have had. For 905 fans and Raptors fans that are looking for you to come up at some point, what's a critique that you've heard that you're going to show on opening night Thursday and going forward? People are going to rethink what those, criti- what those critiques were. Man, I'm going to play both sides of the ball for sure. Um, I'm going to go 100% both sides of the ball. Uh, I'm not going to take possessions off. Uh, as people say, I take possessions off, but... Um, that, that's one thing I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna do for sure. I just, Coach Pat's definitely not gonna let that happen. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's why this stop in 905 is gonna be like great for me. Like I'm just looking at it on the positive side type thing. I'm I'm glad to be here and 100 percent locked in because I'm I pl- I'm playing basketball for the long run. I'm not playing for it to just you know what I'm saying a lot of guys just come in the league. Just be a superstar right away, but uh, I feel like it makes basketball more fun um, when you when you're coming from the bottom and, and, and trying to get it. And Coach Tillman said your attitude was going to be positive. Looks like you got a great attitude. You got two days until tip off, and um, from me and Raptors Republic, we wish you the best of luck as the season tips off. Thank you.